Politics Central. So today, National launching a billboard campaign, and it's called, quote, Demand the Debate. And Judith Collins says that as Kiwis, we are being left out of important policy discussions by the government, which she says they have not campaigned on. To explain more, Judith Collins joins us now. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, guys. So, yes, it's just me today. Bevo's on the slopes oh, in Queenstown. Okay, right. So just, okay, right. just <laughs> the one Tim. <laughs> uh, so as part of this, uh, are you saying that, that governments really can't do anything major like this unless they've campaigned on it? What are you saying? Well, I'm saying that if you look, with just a few months, really, out from you know the last election, and the government from very basically from the start decided that they were going to push through an agenda that they hadn't actually taken to the electorate. Now, it doesn't mean that governments can't uh, change their position, but when you're talking about major constitutional issues, yeah, I think they do need to be able to allow people to have debates on it. And what we're seeing is uh, that there's a whole lot of debate that gets shut down either by name-calling or by people being told, if you think like this or you say these things, then you're not supporting the victims of the Christchurch massacre. You know, so those sorts of things. So what we're saying for a start is Hepurpu, is the billboard we're starting with today, and we're saying, let's just have a debate about this. And so we've got the uh, demandthedebate.nz uh, website that people can go into, and they'll see all the detail that's been made available uh, on the Hipurpua document and the policy proposals that uh, are being discussed at the moment. And we're saying let's debate with all New Zealanders rather than only a few. So so you're starting off with Hipurpua, but are you also getting to hate speech laws as well? Is that what you're saying? Well, we've got a whole range of issues, obviously, um, and we're not going to run through all of them today just because we've got new billboards coming through on those as well. But there'll be issues like, for instance, the car tax, the ute tax, uh, the the fact that they said that there were no new taxes and there are new taxes, uh, the turnarounds and basically uh, the non-delivery of the things they promised and the delivery of things they didn't promise. In fact, they, in some cases, ruled out altogether. OK, if we look at Hepuapua, uh, it's it's not suggested anywhere that all of that is going to be implemented. But didn't Labor campaign on redressing the inequalities and inequities faced by Maori mm-hmm. in terms of health and education and crime, etc.? Well, it's actually, it's a bit of a a long bow, that one, to draw. What they did say is that they would uh, fix child poverty. You might remember that one. It seems to have got worse in most cases. But house people in homelessness, it's all got worse. Uh, They did not say that they were going to to move into a co-governance model uh, when it came to government agencies or indeed uh, things like, for instance, water. Uh, in this country. And these are debates that people need to be part of, Tim. And it's not just my democracy. It's not just your democracy. It's not the government's democracy. It's our democracy as a country. And where I'm going around the country, and I'm around the country almost every day, somewhere different, what I'm hearing is people feel if they say anything, they're accused of being racist or uncaring or uh, in the past. And they simply want to have a say. Has National been stoking that somewhat, though, and that when it comes to the uh, hate speech debate, a lot of Kiwis are unaware that, that public feedback is actively being sought and mm-hmm. and they're of the view that, that no, we, we don't want to know what you're thinking. But actually, if, if you read, read the discussion papers, it's actively being sought. Well, not really, is it? I mean, the actively being sought on what? Because in the, uh, the Prime Minister's already said 
that the hate speech legislation would not shut down political debate, and yet the document that's been put out on the Ministry of Justice website uh, does not actually make that clear whatsoever. And then we have the Minister of Finance, uh, Minister of Justice rather, and the Prime Minister, when asked by media and in Parliament by myself, unable to clarify exactly what it is that they're proposing. So there's a general vibe about this, and that vibe seems to be that if someone's being hateful, then that's, that should be criminalised. You're talking about three years in jail, Tim. And, you know, on the one hand, the Prime Minister said, oh, well, that's just for, um, it's about inciting violence. Well, inciting violence is already a crime. It doesn't need new legislation on it. And I just think the Prime Minister and the government is not letting people debate the issues because they don't even know what it is that's fully being proposed. So we're saying get out there, debate them. We're happy to put the information up for you. Okay. On um, And just we really want to hear from you. Do you think New Zealand needs more of a plan out of COVID-19 articulated? There are two opinion pieces by my colleagues suggesting that we need that plan. Uh, is that also your view? Well, I think it's really clear is that we need to look to something other than being uh, shut down constantly. And I would have thought by now we would have had a better vaccination rollout. Um, but look, hopefully we'll get ourselves vaccinated and we can look to uh, life after uh, lockdowns. But let's see what it is. You know, let's, let's get the vaccinations done first, because uh, as, as some international commentators are, are commenting, uh, New Zealand has been very quick to lock itself down and, and that saved a lot of people getting COVID or certainly has been a, a major factor in it. But the problem is as well is we need a plan to be able to live uh, once we have a significant number of the population vaccinated. Isn't it just a reality that, that given the new Delta strain and the Lambda strain that there is a little bit of wait and see as far as exactly what that plan is as we see 77 new cases in New South Wales, as we see Fiji really in, in an absolute state of crisis? Well, you've got both countries there that um, have not been stellar in their vaccination rollouts, uh, but they have, in most cases, I'd say, you know, New Zealand is definitely well behind the pack. Uh, we're either the last or the second to last in the developed world when it comes to, vac to vaccination rollout. So, you know, I think it's just a matter of time until all those countries, um, so certainly Fiji and, and Australia, uh, really get more of those, you know, more of their people vaccinated. But the big point is actually, you know, we also, I think what we'll probably move to, and the scientists have been saying this to me, is we'll end up with um, different vaccinations each year, just like most people have the winter flu injection, they'll have whatever that uh, the latest yeah. vaccination is for COVID. But we need a plan around that, and we need a plan about making sure we, we can travel uh, with safety. Uh, actor riding high in the polls at the moment. How big a problem is that for National? No, not at all, actually. In fact, I think what's really important is that uh, we work together on various issues. But I also think, too, is that um, you know we're a significantly larger party than uh, than they are, and we have to. We are. Um, you know, we're, we're used to being, and we're often are the major party in the government, and we need to be able to go across all issues. So we're just really working well, and I just think the. Um, you know, we've obviously been through a tough couple of weeks and I feel very good about where we are now. I mean, it's really a, t a tough couple of years. How much is National <laughs> being torn in two opposing directions, the more conservative wing versus the more liberal wing, and having lost people like Nikki Kay and Amy Adams, 
that that those those internal ructions as far as how you get back from polling in the mid twenties must surely be very much to the fore. Oh well, I don't feel like that at all. Actually, I think we've um, dealt with some issues. I expect, and so the caucus does as well. Expect discipline. I uh, expect us to be working well together, speaking well of each other and getting on doing the job, representing the things that people think are really important, like, for instance, the hate speech legislation, the car tax, uh, the, the fact that the government is soft on crime and we've got a huge uh, centralisation of local government. But these are the sorts of things people care about. Uh, just get your response to something Matthew Hooten's written. So in his most recent column for The Herald, uh, he's talking about Jacinda Ardern having once-in-a-generation communication skills and that if she used those, she could bring about really brave policy that would benefit New Zealand. He says <laughs> he says that she won't, though, um, and that such honesty might limit her to three terms instead of four or five. Matthew Hooten's saying that she'll actually take a more cautious approach in order to win more elections, and he believes she could win four or five elections. Oh, I think you'll find that she'll be off to the United Nations, won't she? And um, and I wouldn't take too much notice of what's being written by um, by Matthew on this. I think he has a great sense of humour. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. That's National Party leader Thank Judith you. Collins. Enjoy your Sunday. Okay. Time now is 17 minutes past three, and we're going to get Peter Dunn's take on the conversation that I've just had with Judith Collins. Uh, and then we'll also do some talk back and a little bit later on, and I'll tell you when to ring, uh, but it will be along the lines of whether or not right now we have to have some sort of articulated plan about a life post-COVID or a life living more with COVID with greater freedoms, um, or whether or not we could just press pause on things uh, for a bit. Peter Dunn uh, will be with us after the break, so we'll take a short break. You can text anytime you like on 9292. It's News Talk ZB, Politics Central at 318. 